You're listening to a Hindustan Times podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. You are listening to World and Wars with me Aditi Prasad. It's your daily dose of triumphs, tragedies and untold stories of global conflicts. Before October 7th, the most embarrassing moment for Benjamin Netanyahu might have been in 1997. In September that year, Israel's spy agency tried to assassinate senior Hamas leader Khaled Mashal in Jordan. They sprayed poison on him but were caught. Netanyahu had to strike a deal with Jordan's angry king and hand over the poison's antidote to save the very man Israel was trying to kill. This was not all. Israel also had to release Hamas's founder Sheikh Ahmad Yassin from prison. While Mossad has a reputation of being one of the best spy agencies in the world, its assassination track record is sketchy. Another deadly mistake by Israeli spies made headlines in 1973. In July that year, Israeli agents shot dead a man walking home with his pregnant wife in a Norway ski resort. The Israeli spies thought the victim was Hassan Salameh, a PLO leader accused of masterminding the killing of 11 Israeli athletes at the 1972 Munich Olympics. But the man they killed was just a Moroccan waiter. The wrongful murder was part of Mossad's famous operation after the Munich massacre to kill all those involved. Israel's assassination operations are once again in the news because of the death of Saleh Al-Arawi. Arawi was killed in a drone strike in Lebanon's capital Beirut on January 2. He's the senior most Hamas leader to have been killed since the group's October 7th attack on Israel. The Israeli government and military have not publicly confirmed their role in the killing, but an Israeli parliamentarian tweeted congratulations to Israeli security forces for the operation this has also been confirmed by israeli government sources to news organizations despite tel aviv's silence many have taken it for granted that it was israel behind arawi's killing this is because of statements made since october 7th by top israeli officials including the prime minister In November, Benjamin Netanyahu said this at a press conference. I have decided A few days later, an audio recording apparently had the head of Israel's internal security agency, Shin Bet, telling lawmakers that Hamas leaders would be killed. And I quote in Gaza, in the west bank in lebanon in turkey in qatar everywhere unquote but the problem for netanyahu is that many are seeing this as just muscle flexing for headlines rather than as a genuine strategy against israel's enemies the first reason is the effectiveness of assassinations let's take a case of palestinian groups hamas and islamic jihad and lebanese group hezbollah 
In 2004, Israel killed the co-founder and spiritual leader of Hamas, Sheikh Ahmad Yassin. He was killed in an airstrike while leaving a mosque in Gaza. Less than a decade later, Israel had killed the founder of Palestinian Islamic Jihad, another armed group based in Gaza. Fatih Shakiki was killed by Mossad in 1995 in Malta. Then in 2008, Israel and American spy agency CIA killed Hezbollah leader Imad Mugniyah. But all three groups, Hamas, Islamic Jihad and Hezbollah, are still active, arguably stronger than ever before. The assassinations may have hobbled them for some time, but definitely did not stop them. Sometimes Mossad kills the right person, but at the wrong time. In 1991, Israel killed Salah Khalaf, the intelligence chief of Palestinian group Fatah. But former Mossad officials later said that this might have been a mistake. This is because Khalaf had started supporting talks for a political solution to the Israel-Palestine dispute. Ironically, Israel's targeted killings may have strengthened the resolve of the militants. Recently, UK publication The Guardian spoke to five Palestinians who had survived Israeli murder attempts. All of them claimed that the attacks had strengthened their convictions, even helped boost recruitment. So when the results are not certain, why are Netanyahu and other Israeli leaders set on carrying out high-profile assassinations? Some believe that it's just Israeli officials trying to redeem themselves after being humiliated by Hamas in the October 7th attack. Another aim could be to show the Israeli public that they are safe and that Israel's security forces are in control of the situation. Comparisons are being drawn between the new plan, which is called Nili, and the assassination spree after the Munich Olympics. Even the chief of Shin Bet agency called the new plan R Munich in the leaked audio recording. But there is a big difference and a challenge between then and now. This is me signing off now. If you have any queries, reach out to me at the rate of Prasad Aditi on X. This podcast was produced by Deeksha Chaurasia, edited by Sanju Abraham. Meet you in the next episode. Ciao. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com. Hold up. 